welcome back to F1 Flights. This is Jared. This is Will. This is Peyton. That's right. We got three of us now, y'all. It's Jared, Will, and Peyton doing F1 Flights. Three people, thrice as good. Will, what's happening today? Man, we are going to be jumping in to a lot today. Um, we're going to try to do it real, real quick, but we are trying to cover quite a bit. But um, first, we're going to go over what we're going to be drinking today. Um, first, we're going to start with the Glen Levitt 15 Year Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. And then we're going to move on to Garrison Brothers Texas Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, it's a single barrel. Good stuff. Um, and then we're going to finish off with a little bit of Blade and Bow, which is just a regular, regular Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Um, yeah, well, so what are we feeling? Why did we pick this flight? Well, we actually all surprised each other. We said we were going to come into this with no, um, I guess, agenda with the whiskey. So we decided each of us would bring a bottle. And see what happens. Man. Have some fun with it. Yeah. yeah, and you know, so we haven't we've been away for a few Grand Prix, um, maybe like seven or eight. Maybe um, maybe more. Who knows? We're back, and we're bringing on Peyton, and we're excited to have him. So we're all showing up here, ready to get after it, with our brown water in hand. Mm. The Formula One to talk about. Let's go. So I say we get after y'all. Let's do it. Let's do it. Peyton, why don't you start us off here? Yeah. So let's let's do a recap of the first half. Um, you know, let's start off because we can talk about Ferrari all day and night. Let's let's start talking about Haas and McLaren. Haas, the boys are struggling. <laughs> they got the pace is in the car, and you know, God bless Kevin Magnussen. Mm. He's doing the best he can, and he you know he's getting results. He's doing good for you know what? What do you have a month to get ready? Truly, yeah. He was on the beach, yeah. I think, when he got the call, and yeah. he still beat beat Mick on the first race, yeah. which was. Crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I think truly, you know, as us Americans might have this host delusional syndrome of always wanting our boys in blue to win. Yeah. Um, it's been nice to see some points, you know, compared to last year. Schumacher's coming around. Yeah. yeah. We, yep. got, we got points. double points finish uh, last weekend. Schumacher has first points two weekends ago. I mean, yeah. Progress. Yeah. I mean, they had, so they started off strong, I would say, and then they had a little bit of a rough patch. They were kind of towards the back of the field, but. And the last few races, like you said, we they're definitely competitive, which is really fun to see, especially at Austria. That was fun seeing Lewis yep. and Mick kind of go at it. So I'm yeah, excited about uh, that. I think it's good to see because I think if Haas had another zero point season, I'd be hard pressed to see them continue on in Formula One for much longer. Yeah. But man, it's Formula One, it's making its way into America, popularity is growing. It's gonna be good to see the American team, technically the American team. Yeah. Have have a have a little bit of points in the midfield. Yeah, Play yeah. Around. I mean if they can just fi- just not finish last, just get a little yeah. bit more money yeah. out of as a finishing uh, for the constructors. I think that'll help them kind of progress. So, yeah. so also with the new generation of cars, yeah. I think that really helped them with a clean slate. But you know they're they're fun to watch and it, and it helps me get over um, the disappointment and tears I have for McLaren's season so far. <sighs> Danny, 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 what is he doing, <laughs> dude? He's he's not not been good. Now I did hear about how like, so when he moved on from Red Bull to Renault, his first year with Renault was not very good, mm-hmm. but his second year was really good. So it kind of takes him two years to kind of get comfortable with the new car. But with McLaren last year, obviously not as great. Had the win, but not super great. 
this year you would think you're doing better, but it's still a new car with the so new it's generation. really back to him getting back ready again. on that first So year. I think the second half slash next year he'll be in the sweet spot with it, doing a lot better. Yeah, um, and that's also hoping that McLaren actually improves their car because let's be honest, their car is not... They, they went backwards. Not yeah. as good as it should be this year. Yeah, it, it's been tough to watch. Um, but uh, Lando Norris did come out and say, backing up his teammate, that the car is extremely difficult to drive, and he totally understands like that it's not easy for Danny to drive it, and the way that Danny's driving style is kind of counter to how the McLaren car now wants to be driven. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's hope they can both get over it and figure it out and freaking get up to the front. Dude, I Lando will be all right. I mean, he's... He's he's, good. he's getting points. He, I think he could work with you know a cardboard box, but you know. I mean, hey, there's one right here. Um, <laughs> um, but we, um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how Danny does the second half, though. I mean, ultimately, it's kind of on him. Lando's locked up for the next few years. I mean, with McLaren, so he's he's good. Uh, but it's more about Danny Ricardo. Do you think Zach would terminate his contract if? Danny doesn't get some points in the second half. I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, he said like in an interview, like about how he like there are mechanics in the contract where we can. Yeah, have you have you all both kind of looked into or thought it was a little weird that Formula One driver contracts are all secretive? Like it's not yeah. like Very not public. like LeBron James gets signed and he yeah, knows exactly NBA, how many dollars. Yeah. Exactly how many years? Well, exactly what his clauses yeah. are. Yeah, because even um, but I'm pretty sure like Danny's contract, they didn't actually explicitly know how many years it was for. Nobody well, really. Knew. I think it because I think it depends on the sport and like the governing body because a lot of the American sports like they require that stuff to be public um, and like even in soccer like certain leagues require contracts to be public and transfers and stuff like that. While some don't, so I, it just might be something within Formula One that doesn't require it, so they don't have to, you know. Interesting. Yeah. But who knows? Well, let's let's move it on to uh, something new and interesting about the season that's been happening. Just like the scotch is new and interesting to me. Mm. Um, been enjoying it. Thanks for the bottle and bringing yes, it over, Peyton. This has been nice. But um, I'm talking about. Uh, let's see. How, how do you want to frame it? Ferrari and Red Bull being at the top, or Mercedes not being at the top. Either one. I think they're equally juicy. Equally yeah. juicy. <laughs> um, I would say, I think the Mercedes not being at the top is the most, like, I think we saw the signs of Ferrari being kind of making, better. yeah, getting yeah. the jump, but obviously not being maybe this competitive, but I think Mercedes being so far back, especially in the beginning, I think that was the biggest surprise, mm-hmm. at least to me, personally. Yeah, I think, so. yeah, right, it, it was, that was right out the gate, they were struggling. It wasn't like they were neck and neck with Red Bull and Ferrari, there's three contenders, and then Ferrari and Red Bull just have been edging them over time. Like, it's not. From the from the jump, yeah, there that's been least, a struggle in their camp. Yeah, there are always at least a few seconds behind on each lap times and stuff like that, which was sad. But I'm going to be honest, the whole porpoising thing, just really, I was not about it. It just, I don't, I don't what know. What do you mean by that? Just like, it, it was just annoying because it felt like, teams were being handicapped, even though it's their own fault, technically, whatever, they yeah. didn't figure it out, but, like, I just hate that it's a thing. Like, I just don't like it and at all. it's an excuse, kind of? Yeah, it's just, like, it makes for less entertaining racing, you know what I'm saying? Like, when there is porpoising, because it's just, like, well, they could have if they didn't have, I don't know, just 
Yeah, that's my, that's my opinion. I mean, y'all tell me. Do you, so I believe previously in Formula One, uh, cars used to have like an active suspension or damper or something in the front between the front two wheels that would basically offset the oscillation of porpoising, but it became like a mechanical advantage that they didn't like, so they took it out. Would y'all be cool like bringing that back and just across the line, like everybody's standard gets one of those? If, yeah, if it was all the same for every yeah. car, then yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, that's going to make the racing better and to where, you know, we don't have Toto getting his panties in a wad about porpoising. You know, I'm all for it. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I think, like, uh, a team like Red Bull right now is going to be the forefront of the complainers because, I mean, one, Christian Horner, but two, because they, <laughs> yes, that. yes yeah. they, they figured it out. Like, yes, their car is a porpoise. But I totally believe that if they had that mechanism in their car, too, they would then be able to develop and fine-tune their car even more beyond that point. So right. it's not like it's going to hinder them. I think it will just be, I don't know, just even playing field across the board and then developing beyond that point. could be yeah. something. I, mean, I don't think that's ever going to happen, to be honest. There's still teams that are struggling with it, with the porpoising. So it's just kind of, yeah. it's, it's sad to see because it's like you want them to be not worrying about that and worrying about how to better develop their car. And I don't know. That's just, yeah. But um, I guess, you know, what I'm more surprised of is not just Ferrari and Mercedes, but, you know, two drivers, and that's Lewis and Charles, because, you know, Lewis was getting outperformed by, um... Russell? Russell. Yep. And, you know, Russell's the young kid. Yep. First year with Mercedes, mm -hmm. and he's getting top five after top five. Right. And Lewis is struggling. So, why is Lewis struggling? If their cars are different, right. first off, why would you do that to you know, a champ like Lewis. And then on the flip side with Ferrari, after Charles' year last year, we all know how good Charles is. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think we expected him to be, you know, winning races at the beginning of the year. And, you know, I mean, he's probably lost at least 70 points due to his team strategy and Oof, reliability. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that turnaround is ridiculous. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think it's more so those two drivers besides, you know, those two teams and how surprising they've been this year. I agree. Um, also, I mean, with Russell finishing in the top five like consecutively like that, like I know like Toto was like, yeah, it's a bit of luck here and there, whatever, blah blah. But like, yeah, the man was always like cool-headed, making sure he's in the fight, respectively, you know. But um, yeah, Lewis is such an up and down. It's so weird. Um, and I know it's part of the, like just their testing things with his car versus George, but anyways. Um, well, I heard somebody say um, that it'd be really funny since in this part of the season started to turn that Lewis has been outperforming um, George, that they start going, oh, uh, experimental parts on George's car. Yeah, experimental parts on George's car. <laughs> I can for sure see yeah. that. <laughs> see, seeing them change the narrative to make it better, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I think really the only other big thing I've seen from the first half of the season, which has been I mean, to, to our enjoyment at times, but also um, to, to other people's dismay is the reliability issues that the two front runners, both Red Bull and Ferrari, have seen. I think uh, Red Bull had it early, Ferrari's had just a long string of it, but man, it's been, it's been interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely. And then also the, uh, I guess like when, when all four of the cars between Ferrari and Red Bull finish, it's really, it makes it like, you kind of understand where they are as far as like, uh, I guess on pace because 
you know, it hasn't been a, a, a race in a while where all four of them finish. Yeah, like, they're all fighting at the same time. Yeah, day. exactly. So, um, or like, or something doesn't happen, like, you know, even in um, Silverstone. I know Max didn't, his car was kind of breaking or whatever, but Perez still had a spinoff and he still ended up, what, P2? No, yeah, P2. Yeah, P2? Yeah. P2, yeah. So it's just. Came back. Yeah. Um, got a new wing, right? Yep, yep. So. I don't know. I was, it's, I'm curious to see a, a race. Hopefully, that there are all four, no reliability issues, and they just flat out race. So, but one more surprise of this season has been Valtteri Bottas and Alfa Romeo. I did not see that coming. As far as his performance, doing doing as good as he is. Yeah, bro. Bottas is a fine driver. Yeah, but people, Alfa Romeo had a terrible car last year. Well, it, I, to be honest, I think it's still terrible, <clears throat> but. Botas is really getting you know everything out of it. That's, that's a know, good point. What if what if Botas was in like the Alpine or you know yeah, or even be. the you know Alpha Tari? I mean, he could probably be getting better yeah. results than what he's getting now. Truly, yeah. I mean, well, Alpha Tower has been a train wreck this season, but Alpine has been definitely definitely racing. Yeah, they they got good pace. But yeah, Botas is is a great F one driver. I think people just didn't give him enough credit because he was. He signed up to be beat by Okay, but I, I guess yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, but this is why I guess I'm surprised by it because he's a great driver in mm-hmm. a, a car that's not very good. Mm-hmm. But so is Sebastian Vettel, and he's in a bad car, and he's not getting the results that Botas is. So you're saying Vettel's washed? No, I'm saying I think Alfa Romeo made a better car. Stroll conspiracy? Maybe. I don't know. I'll get behind any more conspiracy. Um, Fernando? Fernando, turn him back the clock, bro. Yeah, that man's that man's been doing something. Both him and Ocon, honestly, like Fernando gets all the True. glory because he's like forty something years. Well, yeah, old. Ocon's been sneaky good, but yeah. Ocon's yeah, consistently up there. Like he's gonna be around for a while. Yeah, um, but yes, yeah. he's, he's still like I want to say, you know, spitballing here. I want to say he's like twenty, thirty points ahead of Alonso, and yeah, Alonso's been getting all the talk, like you mm-hmm. said, Jared. And, you well, know, yeah, it's because he's, he's the lion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but. I don't know. That was just my thinking. Um, Y'all got any more thoughts on this first half of the season? How's it been going as I start our second pour? Get us our Garrison Brothers single barrel going? Pour it up. Um, I got nothing, you know? Nothing? Yeah. Just, uh, what in the world? (laughs) Got a little bit of the wax from the bottle dropped in the Will's cup there. Builds character. It's all good. Knock that out. But yeah, I mean, I think past past my... uh, Sorrow for McLaren performance and um, the hilariousness of how far off I've been with Mercedes domination this year. It's no been one's fun. Coming. It's it's been entertaining. Um, highlight of the season for me so far, I have to say, is probably even though he didn't win, but Lewis passing uh, was it both Checo and Leclerc at the same time on that turn at the end of uh, Silverstone. Oh, that was beautiful. I, Dude, I was also the commentary nuts. was commentary was brilliant, oh, insane, yeah. bro. Absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. No, that that was that was definitely one of the coolest races to watch. Um, definitely was on edge, especially those last ten laps. Holy smokes! Yeah. Woo! Um, but yeah, I think my highlight has to be Silverstone again. Yeah, but Carlos, you know, he's tired of getting second place, mm-hmm. bro. That and man. Team orders comes across and says you need to back off to let Charles get away. And he said, no, sir. No, sir. Not today. <laughs> yeah. And he went out and took that first win. And I was proud of him, man. 
Wait, wait, real quick. One, one thing, and I'm someone's probably gonna roast me in the comment section. Comment, please. Um, is that uh, please? Team orders, right? So like, if Leclerc is faster than Carlos, they can let him buy, right? But even if Leclerc is faster than Carlos, and Carlos races a good defensive race. He's not technically faster because Carlos is in front of him finishing the race before him. Does that make sense, what I just said? You lost me. <laughs> I was just admiring this Garrison brother. No, okay. This is going to sound i got to save myself because this is in the podcast. But So, they're, they're on the team. Leclerc has better pace than Carlos, right? Yeah. yeah. But if they're on two different teams and Leclerc couldn't pass Carlos, well, Carlos is still going to be the be- the better driver demon in the situation because he was able to drive defensively in a manner that Leclerc couldn't pass, right? So the, the whole thing about team orders is like at the end of the day, Carlos was driving a better race because Leclerc, even on his own will and his own power by himself, could not get past Carlos. He had to ask the team for help. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Carlos, as much well, as proud as people... But he, during that race, he was like... Uh, he was like, so are we fighting or are we not? Like, am I passing him or no? But they, well, they need they to be won. more decisive. Well, too, so I, I think I think Leclerc was like, I don't. I think he would have passed him. That's what I'm saying. I think he would have, but I think he just didn't know what was supposed to happen. That's, I don't know. That's my take. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go home with the theory that that <laughs> Leclerc couldn't pass Carlos without team help. But I'm probably gonna get absolutely roasted for this whole segment. So let nah, somebody else take it over. Um, real quick, uh, that I just forgot that bourbon is darker than scotch. So I looked at this and I said, "What's wrong?" But it's fine. It's fine. I just forgot. Just fine. That's all it is. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I just was thrown off. It looks like tea. Yummy tea. It's good to know. <laughs> all right, Thank guys. you, Shay. <laughs> How about we get into quality predictions this weekend at Le Front? And see what we got going here. What do you think is going to happen, uh, Jared? So French Grand Prix coming up this weekend. Um, there's a lot of speculation that this weekend is Mercedes weekend if they ever had one. To be mm. honest, I don't really understand it. Besides, I think people just want to say they said it. I think it has to do with the tarmac. Okay, yeah. It was was it recently resurfaced? Yes. Okay, so that's that's Mercedes' advantage is a clean resurfaced track. Mm-hmm. Um, and the runoff is like. Clean, like it's there's not a lot of like danger when mm-hmm. you run off. So, so I'm gonna go. Are we just saying like top three qualification guesses? Top right four, now? Front five. five, five. Oh my god, I was going front and second row. Uh, yeah, man, yeah. All right, all right, we'll do top four. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Leclerc, mm. let's be let's be um, aggressive here. George, wow, hey, it's gonna be interesting, y'all. Leclerc, George, Carlos, Lewis, Verstappen. I think Red Bull, if I had to just throw it out there the way I'm going, is that they're going to struggle on pace. Do you think they're going to be third, like essentially? I think they're going to be the third team in this run. I think it's going to be neck and neck with Ferrari and Mercedes, and it's going to be Verstappen pulling in P5, which is, we can see it happening. So what was that? That was Leclerc, George, Carlos, Lewis, Verstappen. Dang, I get spicy. I, 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 hope, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, it would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go um, Charles Leclerc pole position. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the safe bet here. Max is gonna go P2. Um, I think Lewis will be second row P3. 
I think we're going to see Carlos Sainz and then Perez. And then Russell's going to be P6. Sad day, but yeah. I think Lewis is going to be uh, ready to go. I think I just got more, more faith in that new nose Mercedes running this Hey, man, I hope, I hope it turns out Lewis and George Russell want to. Okay, I mean, that would be... That'd be <laughs> Leclerc is one of the best qualifying drivers yeah. that's out there right now. His one-lap pace is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Peyton, what you got? Man, y'all gave me a lot of stuff to think about. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's like everything I had yeah. is now gone. Okay, so I agree. I'm going to go Charles 1. Mm-hmm. Two, I think it's going to be one of the Red Bulls, and the other one's going to have reliability issues. Hold so, on. You have to say which one. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think it's going to be Max. Okay. But if his car craps out, I think Perez is going to be right there. I think Red Bull is going to be right there on pace-wise, but I think they're going to have issues. Okay. Three, we're going to go We're going to go Russell. We're going to go Russell. A lot of faith in Russell. Four, only because... He always finds a way to have incredible pace at tracks like this. I'm going Lando for. Ooh, Ooh. All right. I Somebody love that's it. not McLaren, Mercedes, or Ferrari. That's that's. I love sorry, it. I said no, Mercedes, Red Bull, or Ferrari. Well, you yeah. know what? It, it, Alpine deserves a shout as well. I mean, they yeah. they could be up there on the top five. Dude, they, they, yeah, yeah, Alonso can't sneak in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a good way to think. I'm thinking. Yeah. Anyways, we were too too stuck in the front runner. So that's yeah. that's four. Who's fifth? Fifth, Ooh. it's gonna have to probably be Lewis or Carlos for fifth, mm. unless, like we said, we get a surprise showing mm-hmm. from, you know, Seb or yep. Alonzo or somebody else. I just, uh, I just really hope Leclerc gets pole. I guess because all our <laughs> eggs are in his think, basket. Yeah, I'll say we're riding on that one. Um, so, with that said, the qualifying predictions. Where do we see the race? Ending, you know, what do we think the, the, the at the finish line exactly? That's where I see it ending. How it ends, though. Um, Ooh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I gotta go first again? Yeah, you got time. You want to reverse the snake, order? A snake draft, bro. This is a snake okay, draft. Okay, my bad. All right, this is what's gonna happen, boys. Race finish. I'm predicting. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a yellow flag, with about twelve to thirteen laps to go. So everybody's gonna get closer to Silverstone two point Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm following. Everybody's gonna be right back together. I'm gonna go, Charles winning. I know I'm on the train right now. This isn't good. I think it's the Garrison Brothers talking. <laughs> I'm going Charles one. I'm going Verstappen second. And then I'm gonna go Lewis third. Mm. So basically, the three Titans. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I just feel like this is gonna happen. Well, that's that's pretty on par with. Um, I the, mean, the last. The bad thing is one and two could easily have reliability issues, and then next thing you know, Lewis is one. You know, yeah, Lewis or is George one. Russell. You know, heaven forbid, Lance Stroll gets third. I'll just walk right out. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was like, Lance Stroll. Yeah, Lance Stroll. <laughs> the pride of Canada. Um, I like that prediction. Um, I have to. Yeah, I have to say, if Charles is P one, 
I have to believe that he's going to finish the race one. Like Unless first. something's out of his control. Exactly. And, yeah. like, you know, safety car, crash, unreliability, yeah. um, reliability issues. Um, but it's, I think after that is where it gets real dicey for me. Um, I think, you know, honestly, I think I see Lewis P2. Carlos signs P3. Okay. One of the Red Bulls is not going to finish, and I think it's going to be uh, Perez, who doesn't finish, so then it's going to be Max P4. But he's also going to have a problem with his car, so he's not going to be able to go 100%. It's going to be like 99.9%. Wow, three races in a row? That's what I think. So Ooh, then, because the deg, because he had the deg problem in Austria, obviously the floor problem from running over. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I think it's going to be something to do with the power unit, something like that. It's going to throw him off a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, I do. I actually think no. Uh, there's got to be one if one doesn't finish. There's going to only gonna be one. Safety car, only one. Not more than one. I was gonna say and not I'm, not zero, but one. I'm thoroughly enjoying our incredibly specific predictions for having oh, yeah. I cannot wait to review this with y'all next week and laugh at how insane we're all we are. or nothing guys here. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think I think that's the vibe here. We're all in, all or nothing. Um, Jared here. Um, what's my prediction? You know, I I think I have to. I can't be as ridiculous as I want to be. I gotta say. It's going to be a Ferrari 3 Pete. Leclerc's going to go pole to checkered flag. P1. Love it. You know, let's put a safety car in there. I think there's going to be an early safety car. Mm. Probably a BSC, to be honest, because the, um, the stewards and the race directors don't really like to put safety cars in. Unless well, the also, the upside track down, is wedged so in wide. Yeah. It's, like, so, I don't think anybody's going to wreck. I think if there's a yellow flag, it's going to be because somebody breaks down. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so one of the Red Bulls. It's gonna be Charles P one, and then it's gonna be George, and then it's gonna be Lewis. I think Max is gonna Ooh, DNF. Wow. Okay, what, so blah, blah, blah. what's all this faith in George? I love him, but he's beating Lewis. I don't understand why. And qualifying and the race. He's consistent, but I don't. I don't see the pace out of him. I'm, I'm, I'm just look looking guys, for a little bit. Of, I didn't attack y'all when y'all did go. No, 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 no. So <laughs> let me let me just continue fair on enough, with mine. Fair enough. Look. <laughs> I, I just I just think that competitive I think Mercedes is going to be competitive this weekend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think truly besides my um, predicted early safety car, it's going to be a pretty straightforward as we start as how we finish kind of race. But I believe Max is going to be involved in something that uh, causes him to DNF. Checo is is going to be washed this weekend, and Carlos is going to be fourth or fifth hanging around in there. Him and Alonso will fight it out, you know. Mm. But I just gotta believe, like, it's Mercedes weekend. But are they gonna win? Mm, that's a tough. That's a tough ask. Well, asking them to beat both Ferraris and both Red Bulls, like, assuming they go, everything goes as planned for them. Yeah, asking them just to beat them flat out is really tough. Yeah. Um, but even with the help of one of them DNFing, that's still three more cars they gotta compete with. I don't. Know. I see what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So, as we start to wrap up this podcast, let's um, mm. think about getting to our third four here. And um, any just like final thoughts on any final thoughts on just being back? Well, 
My final thought is that I think we're in for a, a tasty finish with the bourbon. That was a good sound. And also, with the rest of the season, I think, um, I don't know, the, the gap between Charles and Max is still not super, not super fun, but it can swing pretty quickly. Um, if one of them DNS. 37, 38 points. I, I mean, know, but if both of them are finishing, if Lewis is, or sorry, Charles is only taking out five, six yeah, points each time, sure. that's a tough one, right? Um, but who knows? Um, yeah, I just, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see this weekend, especially because, especially with this whole hype about Mercedes, I, I want to see it come to fruition, but will it? Who knows? But. I think uh, what I want to see out of this weekend is, you know, and I don't think this will happen, but I would love to see the top three teams have no problems to where those six drivers can just go at it and fight. And let's see what everybody's got. I like it. I agree. Feels like that never happens, but that's what I would love to see this weekend. And yeah. we'll see. No, that, that's good. Um, yeah, that, that would hilarious that we're at the uh, second half of the season and I don't think we've seen that yet so um, we're due we're due we're due I've I've been hearing the rumors that the French Grand Prix is not an exciting race but yeah. nonetheless I'm excited to see it uh, some of the upgrades the teams are bringing this weekend um, see if Ricardo's got it together see if uh, Mercedes has a good upgrade see if the reliability issues of Ferrari are solved let's let's see who's uh Who's on top this weekend? So we got our predictions in. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I truly, like I said before, cannot wait to see how ridiculous our predictions are. But hey, you never know. That's right. Um, if somebody gets a 100% right, give them a crisp high five. And a hug. I mean, if you want that too, bro, it's okay. Absolutely. There we go. High five. Crisp. High five. Crisp. And a hug. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, y'all got any, any other parting thoughts? or? I got one for you. Okay, wrap it up, bro. Hear me out. I'm ready. I'm going to go back to Haas real quick. Okay. All right, please do. To turn Haas around and to give them money, I say LeBron joins Haas. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Joins? Okay. What do you mean what? join? <laughs> Sponsors Haas. He oh, starts yeah. pumping money into Haas. Hear me out. So, when he became a minority owner of Liverpool, mm. they were not very good. If anybody follows the Premier League. I, yeah, I, I follow. Yeah, yeah. Ever since he joined the team, whether it's coincidence or not, they have started to take off. They take are off. They're dominant, they right? They the Premier League. You know, they've been in the, in the Champions League final mm -hmm. two times. I mean, they are night and day different from when LeBron first started out. So, I'm just saying, he's got money. He's obviously got a little luck on his side. So what if we get them on Haas? They turn around. I say we get we, Danny Rick. I mean, we're just, I'm, ooh, I'm really going ooh, down this rabbit hole, buddy. I say we, we we write a letter to Sir LeBron Mr. James, Mr. James. Yes, uh, and uh, just see what he says. You know, it's like, hey man, we have yeah. a we have an investment opportunity for you that is not. I would uh, <laughs> probably got any returns for you. <laughs> I will pay money to see Gunther. And LeBron James Talking. in the same room having a conversation. Love it. Wow. Pay to watch that. 
Um, wow, wait, what a great thought to leave us with, Peyton. I love it. We might have to, it. we have to. We have to, we're gonna have to end that. most episodes with something like that. Just, what's your most ridiculous thought yeah. of the week? Off the That's, wall thought. Off the wall thought, love Peyton, it. right there. We love that. But yeah, um, that one was well thought out too. <laughs> it really was. It really was. It had it had like supporting facts. Yeah. Documentation. Mm, um, the thesis Will, was we on point. Well, we got to cut out yeah. for us next week. I know. I, I'm gonna start working on that. Um, yeah. So. Thanks for joining back in with us, guys. Um, This is Jared. This is Will. This is Peyton. This has been F1 Flights.